Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your home of weekly draft content. Now here's Steve, Jono, Cam, and the Statesman. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Draft Doctors. I'm your host, Debbie Fears, back from my traipsing around the state. Uh, and what a marvellous state it is, aside from the the capital, Melbourne, being the just absolute anus of the state. Uh, Stato, how are you? I'm very well, but I will say to the listeners, I've sort of given myself a mulligan this weekend. Uh, didn't start well, to be honest. We're recording early on a Sunday and we're early into the second game and uh, it's continued right across the board. So I've got uh, Sam Walsh, who's currently on four points, um, being smashed by every other player. Um, he's my captain in uh, quite an important league and yeah, I need about 115. Um, so not looking good. So it's finishing like it started. But anyway, that's, uh, that's the fantasy world. Not every weekend is a ripper. No, sometimes, sometimes, Stato, you can be a 95 year old, uh, 40 kilo woman with a walking frame and you get tasered by the new set. Sometimes yep. that can happen. It can happen. Sometimes. And I will say, I may be having a shit weekend, but, um, I haven't got Jimby on the field, Steve. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> oh, that's crushing, crushing. You know, what's really, you know, what's bad is like we went, like we did this, this trip and we had this massive suitcase full of shit that was going to get dropped off. Like we we're going to lose it. And like the car was jammed so full of crap that you couldn't see out the back window and I'm not a great one for using the side mirrors. So and I hate not being able to see out the back and I'm like this is perfect. I'm not on the way back I'll be able to see out out the back. And somehow we've accumulated more shit than we've lost and and the car was even worse. On I it, it, I, just, I looked at the people I travel with and I I I questioned my sanity. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Anyway, and that was my phone digging, um, peeps. Um, just a few messages coming through. I have now put it on silent, so I do apologize. Ah, that's all right. You have a life, mate. I, I have kids. It's, they're different things. Different things. Uh, no, that's just fantasy football messages, mate. Trust me. I have no life. Um, and I, I, I need to add just a quick update. Uh, Sam Walsh is still on four. Still on four. Well, I need still him. I've got him in the listener league and I need him to, yeah, I'm going to, I'll, I'll lose with the second highest score in the listener league again. Um, so yeah, I need, I need some Sam Walsh to fire. At least he's going to get that sweet, sweet forward status, uh, in the next few yeah. weeks, Dato. Let's hope so. Ned Reeves just got three points despite being on the bench. That was. Yeah, he's a gun. He's a gun. That's good. He's out injured, but yeah. That's good. Good going. Anyway, a lot of news in the fantasy football, uh, Emotional upheaval. All Clayton Oliver owners are going to be the sweats. The sweats are on uh, with a rumoured hand bone for Clayton Oliver. Ooh. Who's been sent for... I didn't know this. Yeah, so it happened at the end of the third quarter. He played out the match and then has been sent for scans. At the time of recording, we don't know uh, anything that's that's happened. But, I mean, that's massive. That's massive if he's set oh. to miss any time. Huge. Um, we've got one of these um, small leagues that we've set up and it basically is you've got five players on the field 
and you, you only draft seven and you cannot swap any players. So you've got to try and get Ooh. someone that's 22. Yeah. Um, I currently have one forward, one defender, and Clayton Oliver has been my shining light um, with the big C on him. So, um, yeah, could be in a bit of trouble if he's got a hand bone. Yeah, they're saying, suggesting strain. So uh, we'll wait and see the wash up there. Travis Boak injured again. Uh, Jason Johannesson, who's been pretty solid, set to have a decent stint on the sidelines as well, Stato. Yeah, yeah. thanks for reminding me. Just uh, I, I know it's hashtag off brand, but uh, everything has gone wrong in classic this week. And, and sadly, JJ's at 43 is not my lowest score. Yeah, well, it was my lower. I've got Oliver and JJ in my home league, so uh, it's going well there. <laughs> going well there. Not sh- and Ruben Jinby. Ruben Jinby, your sack of spuds. Um, oh, I don't know. He's he's pumping up, mate. Yeah. He's uh, he's added on two points this quarter. You've got four minutes left, so he's up to 18. Fan. No, this is now murder ball. <laughs> you, yeah, I know that. So it's probably thirty six. So, but tell me, tell me the person you substitute him for. What, what did he score? Uh, I think it was one hundred and one hundred and fourteen. Jordan Clark. Yeah, it's good. Good. good it's good decision. Good coaching there. That's... Were you going off uh, seventeen tackles last week? Well, he, no, but he played like he got fifty percent CBAs. I'm like, oh well, that's that's a good floor. He got four kicks, mate. I know he's terrible. I, I understand this. <laughs> No, he's he's going to be a very good player. Don't get us wrong. I don't know about that. Yes. I don't know about that. Anyway. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he's a big lad. He's a monster. Oh, well, they always work out. Um, Kitty Cole. Yep. <laughs> Someone will play this in like 10 years. And like, you fuck with. <laughs> yeah, After he's got three brown loads. Um, <laughs> Kitty Coleman injured. Ned Reeves injured. Although still scoring despite being injured. So uh, a lot happening there, Stato. What did you notice? Yes, what did I notice? Well, the first thing is, and this is reflecting on my wonderful weekend and why I ended up having a mulligan, never rely on previous matchup data. And and I do like it and I use it as research, but don't take it as gospel. Um, Port have been one of the three easiest for rucks to score. Yes, the weather helped on the weekend, but Port match committee set a plan and it worked and credit to them. Another one was everyone jumped on and put the C on Gordon this week, um, which totally understandable in your draft league. But, of course, as it would be, he gets tagged by North Melbourne. So thinking another 50s on the way, and there goes the tag. So we know we can find a fair bit of information from history, um, but it not always will it be repeated. So just be mindful and careful. Yes, the matchup data is important. We've talked about for years, and we know it's not true anymore. But um, you know, uh, stream teams against Collingwood because they gave up points to defenders. But the reality is, uh, a different game game plan each and every week can change things. Yeah, it's interesting. Second, oh, sorry, can I just cut yeah. you off there because I think it's important yep. to separate results from process like if if you go port yeah. or a really good matchup well if they play i know, know lysette's been part of that easy matchup situation but sometimes um teams can bring in that second ruckman say to combat say uh melbourne's probably a classic team teams will 
run two in the ruck against just to help nullify. Um, so you always got to pay attention. Goulden, I, I mean, that's just that's a that's a results thinking. I think like I, I, I yeah. don't have any problem yeah. with that that play. Oh no, absolutely. And and all I'm just highlighting there is just be mindful that it's not always the same. This is why I'm a big fan of being um, having a real crack with your VC. I, I always try to in a any competition that I have is always have someone floating so I can take the VC score. So I just don't go bang bang. They're my best two players. Um, I actually try to maximise your captain score because we know in leagues, seeing we generally get a bit thinner um, uh, at the bottom end of our lines, that finding a really good stream can help you get a win. Yeah, 100%. Um, You know, again, on that point, like I saw classic coaches trading in Matt Rowell on the back of last week's score. And it's like, they had a horrible match and they've got a bad run. And yeah. it's like, well, that that last score's gone, man. Like it's gone. Like what? I know classic coaches. It's like talking to, you know, they're the simple folk, the simple people. They're yeah, the classic coaches. Anyway, and just a quick update. Uh, Sam Walsh did get a kick, uh, so he only needs another hundred and four points over in the last three quarters. So good on him. Well done. Good keep keep battling away. Good on him. That's a Western good Victorian. He'll get there. Yeah, he might get to, to Jimmy's, uh, what is he on now? Whoa, he's gone big. Um, he's up to 24, mate, in the, the fantasy stocks. You might get him up to 40 right now. He's probably gone backwards in Supercoach, though. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's probably a turnover. Yeah. Great stuff, great stuff. Second, um, you mentioned it before, but with JJ's injury, um, we've seen the return of Bailey Dale. So he went down with a hamstring injury early in the third quarter. And Bailey Dale said, John Jarrett, come back. 89 points after that injury. That's just quite remarkable. Now, honestly, I would love to try and buy, but I think most savvy coaches would have picked that up. Um, But it's worth a punt anyway. Yeah, 100%. He's been pretty disappointing on the season, Dale. He has. Yep. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh, low, he was averaging before this game. He was, he was averaging low 70s. Yeah, just basically a, a drop at that point, mm. which hopefully no one did. Yeah, hopefully they didn't. Uh, and last but not least, just a little observation of where this uh, club is at right now. With five wins and five losses for the Cats, you think our fear for that sort of player management should be reduced. We need to note the players like Duncan and Paddy, and there's a couple of others there, are always that injury risk. But I think you can pick up Geelong players with a bit more assurity that once they're in in, in best 22, that they're going to stay there. I don't think they'll be managing the players um, outside those two or three sort of injury concern ones. Tomahawk or...? No, I think he's safe. I think they need to have Cameron and Hawke there to get enough wins to try and qualify for final slant top four. Yeah, fair enough. I just note, like, man, our home league, Stato, one trade, the avalanche followed. Like, 
one trade went down and I think six, six went down. We haven't had a trade this year until this week and bang, six. It's wow. just um, unbelievable. I, I don't know what these people are thinking. There's some, some uh, shockers. Anyway, onto the waivers. Uh, we use the 40% ownership mark on AFL Fantasy Platform doing the great stuff. How, Jono, if you're listening, fucking Lloyd Meek, you got kissed yet again. You're a terrible coach and a ter- and an even worse person. Even worse. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm going to kick it off with the waivers. I think Jai Coldwell, a 39% ownership mid forward. Um, pretty easy to look at Essendon and just pick up with 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 the the gulf of midfield time there. Um, and Ben Hobbs, obviously, was pretty popular among the classic simple folks. Uh, forward status, 36% ownership. They both scored pretty well. And uh, looks set for that midfield time. Bit of a boost. Connor Nash. Stato mm. continues to just be ignored. Uh, he's dropping out. And, and continues to destroy my other players in Dame Warple. Yeah, he, he's just absolutely on fire. James Jag Warple, um, as he should be known. Uh, clearly not the best player in that midfield. Uh, Connor Nash on his way to a 150 in Murdoch ball, if you don't mind. 33% ownership, just completely ignored free on waivers so grab him bailey humphrey the hump daddy fucking handy that bloke um mm. mid forward six and and isn't it weird only three weeks ago he gave us a donut what when he was was he sub sub after half time on zero one kick one free kick against well, it's all click now, apparently, Stato, because he he got off got off the schneid against the uh, the Eagles and backed it up against a really tough Brisbane team in a pretty disappointing loss, I got to say, for our sons. Uh, but sixteen percent, a lot of contested ball, didn't even lay a tackle, and he still got to ninety. So um, bright future, bright future for the hump daddy. And I got Lloyd Meek coming in at twenty seven percent ownership. Uh, Ned Reeves is get on Jono's bad wagon. Oh fuck Jesus. that! I'm not. No. Well, look, he shouldn't have played him. That was bad coaching. He's fuck that guy's gotten lucky in this one. Anyway, good for him. Twenty seven percent ownership. Uh, the Hawks play St Kilda, so use those defenders next week. That's Jesus Christ. Who is Lockie Bramble? Don't even. Is that a per? Do you know him, Stato? You wouldn't know him if you bumped into him down the shops. Oh no, I wouldn't know his face. Obviously, I know him on the list as I've analysed the Hawks for quite a few years in the uh, the little kit that we do. But um, no, I wouldn't know him if I went into Coles and there he was. If you went to a signing uh, session, like where they they sign jumpers and stuff, and they had a sign in front of him saying Lockie Bramble. Would you would you just take it at face value and be like that is him, or would you would you, would you be like this? Yeah, I up? probably wouldn't question. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't question. Yeah, now that might be Cam McKenzie. I don't know him either. Don't know. This is West Coast Eagles oh. team, the worst of all time. What's wrong with Cam McKenzie? He's one of the high, oh, yeah, highest right. rated kids from last year's draft. Who who are we getting bagged about? Was it Connor McDonald? Anyway, um, and D's, if the if Oliver misses, kind of interesting. Harms didn't play. Sparrow's out suspended. I would just, I think Sparrow's a cheeky little lad. 
in that case, but all our ads are sort of mid-forwards, so... Stop giving me a reason to keep Pickett. He's hurt me enough. I wouldn't... Well, I mean, we were talking before the show, and I just cold drop Pickett because he's got, like, five shitty matchups. Heading into buys. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not super stressed. He'll be he'll be picked up by some team this week, but I'm not super stressed about it. And uh, obviously, one of West Coast's uh, best players I've just noted is out injured, and that's Duggan. Where does that injured? come from? Yeah, it's got out. So, in other words, he's um, injured and left the game. I'll have a quick look. Oh, on fan footy, oh. it says he's off into the rooms with something. With something. He's got something. Well, that's good data. That's good data. You've got to be careful of those somethings. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, is there any other waivers you got for us? You. Yeah, I had Hobbs, had Caldwell, of course. It's just opportunities there. But I've got three others. Uh, Bailey Scott, 22% owned, 121 on the weekend. Tagging Goulden, actually, but uh, 87 in his last three. Um, Jack Ross. Now, obviously, Richmond have been struggling a little bit, um, but they're they're looking for the for the new group. Eleven uh, percent owned midfielder. He is going to play at the wing, so it's going to be a bit of a stream option only. But one hundred and three over the weekend um, against an easier type matchup uh, with Essendon. And last but not least, uh, Tanner Bruin. Um, 23% own forward mid, which actually just helps, gives him a little bit more value. He's played his best game with the Cats. We know he's sort of been in and out and sub and all that type of stuff, but he was named in their best and had a 93, so Tanner Broom. I was a bit, yeah, I looked at Broom, but I was a bit cagey with those nine clangers. Ooh. And none for free Ooh. kicks. And kind of shitty time on ground. Anyway, yeah, I mean, this is... Just a quick update. Uh, we're at quarter time, and Samuel's still just the one kick. Very good. Has he laid six tackles? Oh, he's, he's, lay, he's had a couple of hand passes. I think three hand passes and one tackle. Mm. Bit of worry. Mm. I'm being asked in the group chat, still don't know who the hell Connor Nash is. That is the Connor Nash owner. <laughs> that is where the drop the, the home league's at there goes baby fears uh anyway on to the questions ninja a podcast i listen to have discovered drafting they have done rock not rock and is that male draft or mole draft the format is taking over a mole draft marley draft marley draft i don't know Interesting. interesting, interesting. People know it's it's an easy format. That's why we did it. Um, Patty, I'm facing a Dom Sheed ninety two at halftime. Is it time to delete my team and my AFL account yes. and never partake in this ridiculous hobby ever again? Yeah, God, I tell you what, it is so bloody frustrating. And just to just to make you a little bit more cheerful, he ended up with one hundred and thirty nine. So he did slow down, God bless him. I um we had one of the trades in our home league this week was Dom Sheed got traded straight up for Callum Mills. What? Well Callum Mills is missing four to six, oh, right? Oh, okay. So you you're talking just a 
season. It's just redraft. And and I said, yeah. this is ridiculous. This is why our league sucks, blah, blah, blah. Got stuck into them. And uh, fair to say, the messages came back around halftime. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. You idiots. <laughs> yeah. He's probably averaging more than him after that game. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah, Dom, yeah, Callum Mills has been down. Woeful. And what a great segue. Oh, I've been a key back. Because uh, Xavier asks, could you make a play for Mills? His owner is outside finals yes. and struggling. Yep, absolutely. You'll get him for Dom Sheet, apparently. Yep, for Dom, especially after the 139. Mm. And Jabs, how do I fix my midfield when I drafted Wines, Hewitt, and Will Brody between M3 and M5? Oh. I think I got. I think I got Will Brody in about four leagues. And he's just sitting there with a little freaking red. And I don't see a world where he's getting back in there. Yeah. I, yeah, I think you're fucked. No one's trading for mm. these blokes. You might maybe George Hewitt. Yeah, it's it's weird what Carlton's doing right now. There, there you go. Matt Kennedy's going big again so far. Which means some someone gets hurt. Um, obviously, Hewitt out. Just looking, Chera's actually doing pretty well. Cripps is doing well. Doherty's doing well. They've got and Acres is doing. Man, I brought in Cripps last week in off brand um, because they got a string of good matchups. They have a string through the buys for inside mids. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know about Carlton, man. Hmm. I think um, Wines had an okay. Sc- I'd still hold on to Wines. The other two, you just if if you can't cut them, like this is what I was saying about Pickett before is like you just sometimes got to know the last forward you have or last defender. Instead of just letting them suff- suffocate on your bench or roll out a shit score, I just just cut them, man, and just live with them scoring well on another team. If you can't live with Brody and Hewitt. Um, hitting the waiver wires and going to another team, package them up and just try to get a little upgrade on someone else. Like that is all you can do. Yeah. And you are so much better off freeing up that spot, especially heading into buyers if you play buyers. I, I really believe it. I, I will say that you see Port Adelaide have moved on. Um, you only have to see how well Butters played on the, the weekend. Just incredible. But it only takes one or two injuries. So if, if Drew gets injured, then all of a sudden his stocks are up. So just just be mindful of that. I I think it's probably harder for Brody, but I think Wines, who's currently still in the best twenty-two, he might have a change of role um, depending on what happens with the team. So I'd be um, I'd be sitting and lasting with him. Will Brody not? So what was the third one? Hewitt. Oh no, he he'll be right. Yeah, I, I mean, if anything, I think Hewitt could be a good buy low. Yeah, yeah. Brody's Brody, I I just get rid of. I can't have it, man. They're going to get. They're winning without him, and if they stop winning, they'll just give it to the kids, surely. Yeah. Yep. Enjoy. T- so true. Enjoy a couple more years of that, suckers. Yeah. All right, that's going to wrap it up, Stato. Nice short, sharp one. Beautiful, mate. It was tight. Tight. Always tight. Always tight. 
And um, hopefully, listeners, you uh, you won your matchups this week. God. Yes, if you had Sheed and not Jimby on the field. I go back to fucking work on Monday, man. Really. Most of us do, mate. Yeah, I went in and had a look. How at long it. did you have off? I had two weeks off. That's the first time I've had two weeks in 10 years in one hit. And I went into yeah. work and I just wow. I just looked at the joint and I'm like, I just don't want to be here tomorrow. <laughs> it's like freezing cold. This is shit. What am I doing with my life? Yeah, I was a bit cold this morning when I got up to it. It was, a, it was about 21 degrees with a light breeze. <laughs> I won't see 20 degrees for like five months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. All right, listeners. Well, at least, at least you're not hearing me complain about just sweating sitting down, which is about eight months of the year. Yeah, fair enough. Very good. Very good. Cheers, mate. Oh, you got the Suns in a couple of weeks for two weeks. Uh yeah, we got we got them coming up this week, and they're here for two. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, do a bit of work, do a bit of chanting, but say, look, I love you guys, but I love the Devils. Ah, oh, you look, you just like seeing people homeless. That's all. I, <laughs> like seeing Tasmanians freezing to death on the streets. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Draft Doctors Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review.